for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. I'm John Smizer, and it's good to be with you today. Coming to you from the Southern California area, and I don't know where you're at or what you've been doing this uh, day or what you're planning for today, but it's just good to be with you, to stop for a minute and come away from all of the other hustle and bustle and realizing that the relationship we are able to have in living life is what really sustains us with the Lord. It's a great opportunity to share with you today and enjoy this time. I must tell you, I had a great time yesterday because yesterday was my son's birthday. We had a great time together and it was a joy to celebrate the years he has uh, been here on the earth for my wife and I to celebrate uh, his birth once again, but also realizing he, now he's the father of two. Last time I was with you, my granddaughter was ready to be born, and she was born, and it was a great celebration. So he's a papa of two, a young boy who's three and a little girl who's about five, six weeks right now. So it's a joy to realize that God's Word is faithful to each generation. And I feel blessed to be with you today as we open up God's Word in the book of Romans and see where God will take us today. Romans chapter 9, verses 25 through 33. As he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. And in the very place where it was said to them, You are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, Though the number of the Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence on earth with speed and finality. It is just as Isaiah said previously, Unless the Lord Almighty had left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom, we would have been like Gomorrah. What then shall we say? That the Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith. But the people of Israel who pursued the law as the way of righteousness have not attained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. As it is written, See, I lay in Zion a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. If I can, I want to begin here our time together with a little bit of a rabbit trail. I want to tell you that this book, uh, the book of Romans, is one of my favorites. In fact, uh, of all the scripture I would hold to it and in it I can find uh, answers and direction God has for us in so many ways. It was also the book that uh, brought us the 
Protestant Reformation, the challenge that Martin Luther had, and we'll look at it a little bit later here when, when it was uh, the just shall live by faith and how important that is in our life. Today, we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 9. And beginning in verse 25, it starts off with a, a, a verse that I've got to tell you. I celebrate this verse because it allowed me to be uh, coming into the kingdom of God, to be part of God's family. Without it, I, I, I question, would, would I have ever had the opportunity? Let me share with you this verse. It's, out, it's a quote out of Hosea, but Paul's using it for a very special uh, understanding. It says, as he says in Hosea, I will call them my people who are not my people, and I will call her my loved one who is not my loved one. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, there they will be called children of the living God. There it is. There's the, where we have a chance to be part of the kingdom of God, to be loved by God, to be a, 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 an object of his mercy and salvation. That's a wonderful verse there. In, in chapters 9, 10, and 11, we see the sovereignty of God. We see where his hand is at work. And there it is when he said there's going to be Gentiles, people that have no claim uh, on the blood of Abraham, uh, that I'm going to have an opportunity to be part of the kingdom. And for me, that's, that's something worth celebrating. Ooh, ooh, if you wanted to. I don't know if you do that, but I, I kind of, yeah, okay. It goes on in verse 27. It says, Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved. See, there was a portion of those Israelites when the northern kingdom was taken into captivity. But then there was the southern kingdom, which was also taken into captivity. Uh, that was with Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the, the friends of Daniel. And Nebuchadnezzar had taken them uh, to Babylon. And in that, there was an opportunity years later for Ezra, Ezra to go back and rebuild the walls and to build the temple. And there were things that went on that only a portion of those who had left Israel, had gone into captivity, returned. And, and those lesser amounts were called the remnant because others had established their families and settled and been part of the country where they had been um, taken to. And and that's what God tells them to whatever land you're in, make it prosper, be obedient, and be a good citizen there. But here, here it is, the promise of the remnant that would return from captivity to rebuild the temple. And then uh, Nehemiah would again come and rebuild the walls. There's not the whole Israel nation that will be saved, only a remnant. And that's what Isaiah was telling us 
And Paul is quoting it to us. And in verse 28, it says, For the Lord will carry out his sentence on earth with speed and finality. You know, what is sovereignty? Sovereignty is that he's God. I'm not. You're not. And the the way that he desires his plan for eternity, his plan for all of mankind is called his story or history, we'll call it. But it's the sovereignty that uh, you spoke about or you read about yesterday uh, in the earlier part of chapter 9 when it says, Who are you, O man, who answers back to God? Should the thing created say to the Creator, why did you make me this way? No, he's God. We're not. So part of what our role, no, no, what our role is, is to trust him by faith to go to him. I spoke earlier about Martin Luther, and that this book had such an impact on his life? Well, at the end of our passage today, we see in verses 31 and 32, it says, But the people of Israel who pursued the law as the way of righteousness, that means being obedient to the Ten Commandments and doing fulfilling all the law, have not attained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith. Today, I want to encourage you that live a life, not of trying to please God, but by faith, trusting in him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you want the very best for each of us. Lord, you want the very best for all people. What they need to do, what we each need to do, what everyone needs to do is to look to you by faith and trust in that very special gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we take hold of that promise that it was by Him alone, by Jesus Christ alone, can we enter into that relationship. Father, we celebrate being children of yours. We pray for those of our loved ones and others who are not following you yet. May we be faithful witnesses to them. We thank you for this day, Lord. Sing your soul, let your father and the pig in closer.